Welcome to Let's Talk About Faith, where we discuss and continue to explore our faith and understand God's love for us together. I'm your host, Elsa Caballero, and I'm joined by my co-host and better half, Jim Simpson. Join us every week as we get to talk to amazing people as they share their journey towards living their most faithful life. Thank you for joining us. Now let's talk about faith. Hi, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Let's Talk About Faith. My guest today is Becky Vasquez. She is the mind and heart at her marketing firm, Rev Created. She is the founder of her nonprofit, Build His House, and her ministry, Build Her House, which is the host of her exciting events, Hashtag Triggered. They activate women and girls in their true identity and empower them to walk confidently in their God-designed purpose. Thank you so much for being with us, Becky. Yes, I'm so glad to be here today. I'm so, so excited to sit here with you, Elsa, and with your listeners. So thank you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. You have got a lot going on. So we are just yes. going to start. We're going to jump right in and tell us what you've got going on. There's a lot. Yes, there's so many things. And it's so funny. Um, there is a lot and I'm feeling that right now. So I'm glad that God's giving me this space to um, talk about this and share. And um, so a couple years back, about four years back, we moved to Georgia. We're a military family from Virginia. Mm-hmm. And um, we moved to Georgia for military reasons. And God planted us here and we were like, oh, what's in Georgia? What's going on? And God just had so much to do um, in our lives and through our lives that we had no idea. So we just kept seeking his face. And um, my husband and I had gone away for our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 2018, June 2018. Um, and we went up about three hours towards the mountains in Georgia And we stayed at an Airbnb and we landed in a home that was full of faith, which is so funny where, you know, that's the name of your podcast is let's talk about faith. Um, And we sat there under just the covering of these two people, these married couple. They were just so precious, an older couple there. And and Don and I, again, I randomly chose the Airbnb. I had no idea, like Don and I just need to get away. I had just had had a baby um, and we moved and, uh, you know, trying to settle in our new lives in Georgia. And, and God planted us there for that weekend. And this couple spoke into us about their faith walk with the Lord and their life and, and what God did through their prayers and, and through their children. And Don and I were just so overcome by God's spirit there because he, it was just where we were supposed to be. It was like one of those moments. Have you ever had one of those? Yes. (laughs) Where you're like, oh, I am at the right place at the right time. Right. And I just remember the sweet woman sitting down and she goes, she was like, you know, you know, you can take your kids to church and that's wonderful. And we need to do that. But we also, you know, she was just encouraging us, like you live it out through your daily lives. And Dawn and I are like, yes, yes. And she, you know, told me how her son, she would, get into her room daily and she would pray. And one day she walked out and one of her sons were sitting right outside of her door and he was, and he was listening and praying with her. And, um, and she didn't know, you know, hindsight, right. It's 2020. You have a clear vision and just the thing, the little moments like that in her family that really, um, 
just allow the Lord to be with them daily right. um, and encourage their faith and then propel their children into a life of ministry. Her son now is a pastor at Kennesaw State and um, oh. stuff like that. But it was just one of those moments where I was just sitting there listening. Don and I, Don was talking to her husband and they were talking about dude stuff, you know, yeah, and yeah. military and faith in God through, you know, different avenues, how God talks to men. And I was sitting here listening to this sweet woman's testimony. And Don and I had been wrestling like, gosh, why are we in Georgia? What are we doing here? And that weekend is where God planted, build his house in our hearts. And, um, you know, I didn't have, we didn't have a name yet. Um, we just knew that we wanted to reach families as a whole. We right. knew that we wanted to take this idea of church. And again, it's in the gospels to, to really live out our faith outside of the four walls that we are the church. We are the body of Christ. If you are a believer and you accept Jesus into your heart and um, you kind of have that surrendered lifestyle that, you know, you're living that day to day and Interestingly enough, you know, 2020 came about and all the things in the world kind of crashed around us. And here we are with this grand vision of Build His House Nonprofit. And we wanted to have a retreat center for families to come and find a place to retreat from the world, retreat right. from, you know, their problems, but also to be, um, a place of activation and healing where as a whole family, children, mom, dad, um, even if it's a divorced family or separated or whatever, whatever the family looks like adopted. Um, right. cause there's so many different kinds of families, right? Right. We all have so many struggles. We, ha we have, we have things that, um, we're trying to get through and we want to build his house. We want to have a family retreat center where they can come like a well, like God showed me right. a vision of a well, a place of rest, a place of uh -huh. restoration, a place of healing, a place to sit down and actually talk as a family and um, have a space where, you know, they can do activities together. We can bring in professionals for counseling. Um, we can have, you know, if it's more of like, oh, we just need to connect with one another, we'll have specialized retreats where we're doing team building and working on character and, and different things like that. So um, that's where it all started. And again, wow. 2020 hit. Right. You know, and it was interesting. I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, the world has shut down. You know? <laughs> I'm sure yes. you felt the same way. You're I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about this? What about that? You said this. Yeah. What about this? And it's so, God is so, you know, again, he's so awesome. Nothing is impossible with him. He's right. like, well, you're still doing it. You're still doing my work. Continue to reach out to families. Continue to walk daily in your family. Um, you know, the things and the tools that I have given you. And so, you know, during that time, it was a lot of, you know, just with my family, like praying together, um, worshiping together, um, getting outside and connecting and seeing each other, you know, more, you know, because when our lives are up and running and busy, you know, we miss each other. We miss that developmental stage, you know, with our kids. I know I do because I'm right. back in, I'm back in the busy stage where I'm like, Okay, I love you. Okay, you're going to school. Okay, we're going to soccer. <laughs> it's like a race. It's like you're constantly moving yes. when you've got a young family. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So I have my husband, Don, and um, 
Elizabeth is almost five, so she's, you know, borderline. She's four yes. with some change. Right. And, um, Bella just turned 10, and Jonathan is, gosh, 14, and he's in eighth grade, so he'll be wow. I know. So they're all spread out. So it's like a. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't I really like hit a five-year-old. I didn't realize that. Where did I miss that? It's I'm sure okay. The yeah, there's three of them. And then we have our, our, our wonderful, amazing pup, River. He's like my fourth child. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Um, but so, yeah, so life is just sped up again. But God showed us, you know, in that year of, um, you know, when COVID hit and all the things, you could see the world um, reaching out in turmoil. You know, right. churches got shut down. Um, you know, ministries were put on hold and God was like, no, no, I am outside of the walls. Like I, you know, keep going, keep loving people where you're at, right. um, keep pursuing relational wholeness. And, you know, we just did it in our day to day with one another and in the friendships um, that God put before us. And in the middle of that, I had some um, women friends who, you know, were helping me, you know, get through some of the things that I needed to heal in. And right. then God birthed the triggered women's triggered event, um, you know, which is through the build her house, the women's side of the ministry of our nonprofit. So, right. yeah, I, I mean, God, there's so much, there's so much, you know, I could share about, but that's kind of like, you know, how it was kind of birthed and you right. can kind of see the background there. So, you know, what is the, what is one of the coolest things that I've seen come out of your ministry and then your faithfulness while you're waiting for your nonprofit to take shape Yeah, is build her house. Yeah. And the triggered event that is like, I'm thinking if this woman comes to Orlando and they come or they come to, I don't, Jacksonville, I think I'm going to go to one of yours in, Jan in, in Georgia when you're in yeah. Georgia. But I'm like, what an amazing, amazing ministry. And the women that you are, are working with that surround you are incredible. Like, I, and it's all got like, even you, like meeting you by chance and, mm -hmm. and like, it's all God orchestrated. And it's so interesting, you know, as you step out in faith, let's talk about our faith walk. Like, right. it's so scary because you're believing God for the things that he has already spoken. You're believing, but they might not be here in the natural. They're not and it's such a struggle for me. And I want to say that to people because it's not roses and, <laughs> right. and cupcakes. It is, it, faith is a daily walk and activating our faith. And, um, and I struggle with it personally because I'm a very plan. I'm a planning kind of person. Like I want to know the details. I want to make sure I'm prepared. Right. <laughs> And as I sit here and talk to you, like, you know, my recent struggles, like, you know, God has totally pushed me out of my comfort zone and he's yeah. totally pushed me into a place of complete reliance on him, which that is his loving kindness for us. Because once we discover that this walk with him, that the things he has are much larger than anything we can try to control because it is it's kind of a control like it's like okay I gotta let go I've gotta trust I have to have right. faith in the Lord um to be able to walk in these things and it's uncomfortable 
it is messy it is not perfect and it it brings you to a place of complete surrender if you allow it you know because we could take control and we could we could make an even bigger mess or we could say you know god thank you um for these things these treasures these these gifts that you've placed in in our family's life you know and and um, Lord, we give them back to you, God. And every day I surrender. And um, I was in Hebrews chapter 11 the other day, because again, the struggle of unknown and financial need for the nonprofit and putting on these women's events that are so much bigger than me. I'm like, what am I doing? You know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's oh. so, it's so awesome. Like you said, God provides the people he has surrounded. Um, and it's not something that we can call our own, um, build his house, build her house and the triggered event and the things that we're doing are really community infused. Um, and he brought me to Hebrews, um, again, and if you go to Hebrews 11, it talks about by faith, Moses, after he was born, was hidden by his parents, you know, um, by faith, Moses grew up and refused to be called the son of Pharaoh and chose to suffer with the people of God. Um, by faith, he led Egypt. He left Egypt behind, um, not being afraid of the king, for Moses persevered as one who sees him who is invisible. By faith, you know, Passover. And by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down as they were being marched. And Rahab, the prostitute, welcomed the spies in peace. Like, by faith, by faith. I'm like, oh my gosh, these people had no idea what they were doing. (laughs) Right. They were just walking. Right. They were saying, they literally were, you know, God came to them. Right. Mm -hmm. And in all these beautiful different ways, you know, all these ways he saw their heart. He saw that they loved him and they wanted to serve him. And that was in, you know, they weren't prepared. They weren't, they didn't have it all together. It was by faith with their just yes and obedience. Right. God, God did these miraculous things. I mean, if you read the Bible, you're like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? Right. It's so, so miraculous. Many, it's yeah. Like- <laughs> so many amazing stories. Oh. Yes. Um, I love that, you know, in, uh, chapter 11, verse 32 in Hebrews, who by faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the raging of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, gained Mm -hmm. strength and weakness, became mighty in battle, and put foreign armies to flight. Women received they're dead and raised to life again. I mean, come on. Right. Like I just right, even right now, just reading that again, I'm like, who by faith received. So, you know, I just want to encourage anybody. Um, and that's what again the women's triggered event is to recognize, you know, that we all are, you know, in need of this amazing savior. And when we begin to realize who he is we then begin to realize who we are and we have that space where he can speak in those dreams, those things he has on this earth for us to do. 
Um, and then we walk by faith and empower by him through the Holy Spirit to accomplish his works and give him glory. And through, you know, through triggered event or through a podcast like this one, um, through a homeless shelter, through helping a neighbor, you know, get through a surgery, you know, it's all these things, these, and, and again, as we see in 2020, and I, I really feel like from here on out, we are going to have to actively engage this faith, this walk, um, and be that tangible light, that tangible promise. And if you allow God just again, I, the other day I'm like praying and crying. I'm like, God, my, my faith is so tiny right now. (laughs) It's so tiny. And he goes, yep as tiny as a mustard seed. What did I say in that sermon? (laughs) You know, as tiny as a, he's like, it's okay. It's okay that you're feeling these things. It's okay. You're feeling overwhelmed. Um, and I want you to know, as I'm speaking, I'm speaking faith back into myself. You know, I'm, I'm speak, I'm actively speaking these things because I've learned that, you know, when we, when we are empowered by the Holy spirit, and as we speak these words of faith, again, build his house, the retreat center, the land. It's not here right now. Right. I don't, I do not have it. We are, um, we're pending in our approval of the IRS. We have all of our paperwork filled out. Um, we're engaging the community in workshops and women's events. Um, and we're living our life and we are, we are, we are on the road. We're on the journey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, I'm sorry. You go, you keep going. No, as we're journeying, as we're walking, you know, this faith walk as God, because there's some days I'm like, God, why did you, why did you give us this? Like, I'm like, I feel so unworthy. I feel like if somebody else had this, they'd be able, he's like, no, I want you because there's a specific identity. There's a specific call that God places on all of us, all of us. And if we can begin to just give that back to him and lean in and, um, you know, just foster that relationship with him and receive from him and walk in faith and be encouraged. And as we say in our women's triggered event, get triggered into the things of God. Trigger is like, you think of a gun trigger, like you're, you pull the trigger and it's launched out, you know, right. Um, you know, towards, towards, um, what is it? A bullseye, like you're triggering an arrow, you're being triggered. So instead of having the world, so the world we've seen, we're triggered, you know, oh, this thing makes me angry and I can't believe this. Instead of, you know, being triggered by the world and our circumstances and, you know, the things that are going on around us, choose to then be triggered. Okay, well, let me reframe, trigger myself into the things that God has for me. So, um, yeah. It's a whole yeah. thing. <laughs> you know, um, one, I think what's really, um, what's really amazing about what God does and, and we're going to use your life specifically, the, um, you had said that build his house, you don't have the land, you are, um, you know, pending nonprofit, your nonprofit status. What I, what I have found is that God gives us some like this this vision, this gift, this anointing to, to fulfill our purpose. Right. Yeah. But I think, and then sometimes we feel like you're saying, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm not worthy. And I don't know what I'm doing, but these triggered events, um, the community, those are all building 
little steps yeah. that you're continually building. So when you are ready for build his house, when you are ready for that to be built, to be started, it's yeah. all the work that you're doing in between while yes. you're waiting. There's so much work to be done. And I know yeah. that is something that God showed me for um, our restoration for our prison ministry. It's, you know, okay, so we're going to have this house. Well, wait a minute. I don't know how to interact or um, what somebody's been like in prison. And then the door opened to work with those people volunteering at the prison. And so it's all the work that we do. And it's like God saying, well, you can't, I, I gave it to you because I yeah. want you to do it, but I need you. I'm going to hold off because I need you to prepare yourself yes. for the gift. Yeah. And it's like, if we look at it like that, because it's so easy to turn around and say, God, why did you do this? And why am I here? And why am I waiting? And there's all these why, why, and, or what ifs, or why aren't you answering my prayer right now? Yeah. But if we step back for a moment and exactly with Hebrews 11, we, they walked by faith. They walked, they did. So in that verse, it's showing how each thing that they did towards walking to their faith, towards their faith, brought them deliverance in the end. Yes. Yeah. That's so, so good. And, and and I really do believe that that's what's happening with you. It's, you've got such a wonderful ministry that you're starting. And even though it feels like it's long and you're waiting and there's all yeah. this stuff, <laughs> but look at all the stuff that's happening in the middle. Right. Yeah. While you're waiting, because it triggered, I mean, I could see you going nationwide like that's that. what my friend said and I was like oh my gosh you're scaring me don't say that <laughs> but, but it's but, but it's, it's true, so true. She it's goes, so true you know what she said to me um which again having community and having people um surrounding you is so key whether you find that in an actual your church community or when I say church like you're part of a church um right right or if you have you know the a church community as in you know body of believers around you whether it's your neighbors or your friends um she goes becky you're a gatherer you gather people together you want to gather families you want to gather people so they can just see jesus and meet jesus she goes think about that she was like you know she was like yeah. i know you get overwhelmed you know and you're and and it's not like um it's not a daily thing, but it's just when things come to a head and I'm like, okay, I gotta, and then I gotta, you know, and I get to this place and, you know, I'm just being vulnerable because I want people to know that as they say yes to the Lord, yes, um, that it's a very real thing that, um, he's doing a work in us. And I think for me personally too, like you said, this is such a time for preparation and yeah. I've have, I've had so many you know, what are we doing, you know, in the unseen, you know, not right. in front of people. And God has done so much work there as well. Um, there have been like things that he's brought up. He's like, 
oh, Becky, we need to get rid of this. We need to prune this area because this is not good. Like you need to this, you know, give this over to me. And he's so loving and kind because he knows he can see all things. He's like, well, if Becky's struggling with doubt all the time, or if she has a low self-esteem, or if she has, you know, financial issues because, you know, they, she never had money growing up. Like how is she then going to facilitate this and this and this? So God's been weeding out and he's been growing and he's been preparing even my husband and I, and the people that we do ministry with, like, it's just like you said, it's just this process because you know, he's trusting us with, you know, this gift. And it's, and my heart is always like, oh my gosh, Lord, please. I want to be so vulnerable. I want to be, purify me. If there's anything in me that's not of you, I want to serve you wholeheartedly. So, you know, that's a part of ministry as well, where, you know, our natural selves, our flesh would be like, oh, let's just get this done. I want to see the family center. I want to see these things. Right. (laughs) But God's doing a greater work. And one more thing that he said to me, he goes, build his house is more than a family retreat center. It's more than a place. It's inside of each individual person. He's like, I want to build my house inside each person's heart. So that has to be the first thing he goes. He was like, that other stuff is amazing. That's great. But it's, it's just an empty place, just like churches, like, you know, buildings and churches and things that we do. It could be there, but it could be empty and not filled, you know, with his true Holy Spirit and with his true purpose and, and these things that he's called us to. So it's almost like my friend's like, so you're kind of like starting to be a pastor. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. A pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I goes, love it. And I, and I say that like that because, again, a vulnerable place. I grew up. Um, my dad was a pastor. It's in my family, right? So yes. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's too big. That's too, that's not Becky. You know, I'm just a girl with a guitar and I'm just a girl. But again, oh. see, God sees us in our fullness. He sees us, you know, and like completed and what he's doing in our day to day as we trust him with our identity, as we trust him with our purpose, as we trust him with the things like he's revealing those things in us. And so these triggers, these unbeliefs, these things that we struggle with, right? We all have them in our mind and eternally, Mm. like, you know, internally, um, that we struggle with. We all have them like, um, you know, my husband's like, I'm just a worker. And I just, you know, we have these things that we say to ourselves, I'm just this, but God has such a greater vision, um, for us because he's created us. Like he literally, he literally knitted us together. He's like, oh my gosh, this you know, when people talk about potential or motivation, I say, oh my gosh, go to the Lord because he is the ultimate motivator. His Holy Spirit reveals um, just who we are. And again, you know, because we live in the fallen world and we struggle, like it's okay, just keep going back to God. And that's why for build his house, um, our three pillars are identity, presence, and purpose. Because we feel like if 
families, even families, does your family know who they are? Do they know that God loves family, that he loves marriage, that he loves whole relationships, that he loves children and all their messy, you know, like he just, he loves it. And he, he has a plan and a purpose specifically for your family. Like, um, and so, and then presence and then presence, like, um, you know, how do you foster presence? How do you, how do you, um, practice presence in your family? Like being present with one another, seeing each other where you're at, whether, you know, if you've had a bad day or you need some extra kindness or love, um, and even presence in the Holy spirit, how do you bring the presence of the Holy spirit in your day every day? You know, not just at church on Sunday or at a great worship conference, like our life, you know, in the Bible, it says, you know, worship is our daily living, the way we they eat, drink, live, you know, I right. feel like that's on your radar, you know, with a living whole and healthy. Um, and then a purpose, like, you know, all these things um, tie us in and graft us into the purposes of God. Um, and I think for me, you know, when I was younger, I struck like I wanted to serve God, but I didn't know what it looked like. Right. But I was, I was still, try, I was still trying to discover who I was. Right. I was like, who am I? Like, what does it mean, you know, to be a Christian or who does it mean to be Becky Vasquez? Like, who did God create me to be, right. you know? And, and as we, as we are on this path of relationship with God, you know, he pours that in and then he has, he reveals that beautiful purpose. And, and again, it's not a striving purpose. Like, Oh, it is a revealing of our identity of who he is, who we are and how he's called us to live out, you know, to glorify him on this earth and to be a part of his plan. So it's just, yeah. So girl, I know if, still even talking about it all. It feels like a lot. And I'm like, how do I shorten this message? (laughs) No, don't shorten it. Because honestly, like, you know, we all go through like what you're talking about where, you know, we have seasons of like you were saying, um, there's messiness and there's, you know, there's chaos and there's life. And, you know, so everything that you're saying, honestly, I'm over here taking notes and I'm thinking, I needed this, like having you speak here on let's talk about faith. God brought you here because I needed it. I needed to remember um, that his purpose for me isn't so big for me because it's in him. He gave it to me. So it's already perfect in his image. I just have to. I just have to get out of my own way and just keep moving and keep building and not get overwhelmed by, oh my gosh, how am I going to house these women? And how's that going to be? And I I got the applications and I've got all the paperwork ready, but how does that happen? Like what's day in and day out? What does that look like? And, you know, I start to freak out and think, oh, it's never going to happen. It's not. (laughs) And I I can't do that. (laughs) And, and I'm thinking, okay, Elsa, and, and, Everything that you've said is, is God saying to me, see, little girl, I love you. Yes, I love you so much. And I, this isn't a burden. It's a gift. And I've, I've placed this in you. So the seed was planted, you know, like in 2018. Um, And here we are in 2022. And 
I'm still trying to get it done. But that's mm-hmm. the beauty of who God is. Yeah. Like every day, like when he created us and he created the world and he created, you know, everything. There was yeah. seven days, right? So yeah, there's something amazing in knowing that, that every day there was something towards building us. Yeah. So every day we have to do that. And yeah. little steps, it doesn't have to be these gigantic steps. We don't know how long a day was in God's time. We don't know that, Yeah. but we don't know if it was one day that lasted, who knows? I, I don't, we don't, he doesn't know 24 hours. That's not God. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, how did, how long was one day? We don't know that. So, but he is teaching us that every day he did something. And you know to, what my favorite, um, like I, I keep even for myself, I go back to myself, um, you know, while I'm, while God is teaching me, he's actively teaching me. Um, I, I hate, I, I'm like, I just need to hear your voice, God. I just say, like, if there's one thing, you know, that we can do today, like if I can't, you know, get the bank account or I can't do this and I can't do this, you know, all the big things, right. As we're, we're stepping out in these areas of ministry to the Lord, like, okay. you know, if there's one thing I can do is sit under his presence and listen to him, even if it's actively throughout the day as I'm walking or doing things for my family or, you know, in the morning or at night, like whenever that time is like, because I feel like, um, if we can actively hear his voice in our lives, if we can actively, um, be in relationship with him, acknowledge him, thank him, um, sit with him, you know, he's going to direct our paths. Like he, he, and you know, my husband and I, like, you know, both of our cars broke down this past week and he's working and he's trying to start a business and all these things. And we're, and we're like, I I feel like some people are like, man, they're crazy, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, you know, sometimes I feel a little crazy, but it's okay. Yeah. um, You know, we're just, we're big dreamers and we're doing all these things. Um, But, you know, and at the end of the day, we look at each other and we're like, what are we doing? And I'm like, we are doing what God told us. Yeah. <laughs> so we are actively, you know, um, spurring each other on in our faith. And we're like, let's talk to the Lord. We got to talk to God. Like we just, we can't, we cannot do this without him. So if you ever find your place, yourself, yourself in a place where you're like, oh, what do I do next? Or you're so overwhelmed. Like my simple thing is like, okay, I'm going Lord. And I just quiet myself and I'm like, okay, I'm going to just, you know, and it's not this like sit up, set up your room and put on candles. Like, you know, it's like this active, um, active restoration, active going back to God, like talking to him daily and hearing his voice and reading his word when you can. And, you know, setting time to worship whenever you can, or listen to music, um, that leads you into his presence because, and his presence is with, when I say into his presence, I mean, you know, when you're, sometimes we're super distracted, right? Like right. he, he is with us all the time. He's with us right now. Right. Like, and you know, we're just, our brains are not aware, right? Cause we're, we're thinking about other things or, you know, we're going through our day or we're working, whatever. So when I say going into his presence, like those times where you can actually like set it aside and be like, this is all I'm putting my attention to. This is, I'm going to put my brain right here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But we also have the gift of just walking around, like, you know, 
okay, God, I'm going to go pick up the kids now. And I see you. Thank you so much for being with me. Right. You know, speak to me, um, help somebody. Or if we need help, like, God, I'm just struggling. I need somebody to call and encourage me. Like, I mean, I do stuff like that all the time and like things pop up. Like we've, we haven't had two cars and we've had all the like track practice and soccer and God has, like, I literally had parents reach out and be like, Hey, can we take Bella to practice? Like we love Bella. Like she's so much fun. And the girls are, and oh. we, we live right down the street and can we do this for you? And I'm like, okay. You know? Oh, wow. <laughs> so, and, and I think too, you know, we have to, God's teaching me to be humble. He's teaching, yes. he's teaching us to learn how to receive because what, I mean, Moses, like I think about Moses, like God gave him the staff, right? And he's right. like, Moses had to receive that. He had to mm -hmm. receive instruction. He had to receive the gifts that God had given him to right. be able to walk out the purposes and the plans that God had. If he didn't receive those things, if he didn't humble himself or say yes in obedience, yes. like there's no way it would have happened in that way in Moses's life, right? God would have right. definitely found a different way, but we have an active choice with God. It like, he's not going to force us. He's not going to force us to, you know, do anything. He's like, this is a relationship. I would love for you to be a part. This is what I've designed you yeah. to do. Do you want to do this with me? And so right. as we position ourselves you know, in his presence, as we position ourselves to hear from him and to acknowledge him and, and to have this relationship girl, that's where, I mean, that's where he just, yeah. he does it. He does. So it's just, it's faith. It really is faith. Let's talk about faith. Yes. Let's, <laughs> and that is the thing, you know, what's crazy is, is that before, um, when I started getting into doing things like this, I had been invited to be part of a different platform yeah. and then that platform turned into something different and then that opened up the door to start speaking um and I thought oh my gosh yeah. I, I, what, I don't even know what to say I what I don't know what I, I don't have anything to say yeah. but but there's a lot but God did say you you do have something to say like how I've worked in your life how I've helped you overcome how I've how you remained faithful even when things got so difficult when I became so overcome with grief that I became overwhelmed in him. Mm -hmm. Like in those moments, he's like, I want you to share that. Right. And so that it, it's just amazing how, and, and so wonderful how every little step says, you know what, if you remain in my presence, mm -hmm. I will be with you. And that doesn't mean He's answering, you know, oh God, I, I want to be 20 pounds thinner. Can I be 20 yeah. pounds thinner? Okay. <laughs> you know, that's not it because faith takes action. Yes. Right. Yes. And so when we were, when, when I was through all those other platforms and then I started, you know, um, speaking, I felt God saying, I want you to talk about your faith. Yeah. And so I was like, faith, faith, faith. What do I, what do I do with faith? <laughs> and, you know, what am I going to do with that? Like, how do I package it? How do I present it? How do I speak on it? And um, the podcast came up. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I don't remember exactly how that happened. Like, yes. oh, hey, let's get back into <laughs> podcasting. It probably was like that. And so when, and then it was 
than talking about the um the name of it it was exactly what god said i want you to talk about your faith so i was like let's talk about faith and it has been so ironic because people like you and other people that I get a chance to talk to that I have such a privilege to speak to say, you know what? Yeah. Let's talk about faith. Let's talk about my faith or let's talk about whatever that takes faith because faith takes action. And so, yeah, everything you've talked about is living in faith and then being present in his faith, in your faith towards him. Right. And I love how, um, God showed me this the other week when I was praying for the Virginia women's triggered event that we're doing in May. Um, he, I was just, I was, I was like, gosh, Lord, you know, cause I'm one that I'm like a preparer. I'm a planner. Right. I, want, I love, um, peace. Like I love, like when people come into my house, I want it to feel peaceful. Right. I, I want to be present. So I have this place where I feel so, you know, confident and good, but all 2022 has been pressure (laughs) right and has been literally chaos um you know in in the ins and outs of our personal lives but um he was like becky it's the pressing and you need to tell the women you need to tell them it's the pressing that produces the oil and i was like what he goes in the oil of your testimony and i was like he goes in the testimony is what draws men unto me and then they come to know me and i'm like oh my gosh like i just had this beautiful revelation of the pressing and wow that is the you know there's you know you're we're pressed but not crushed we're persecuted but not abandoned we're struck down but we're not destroyed so there's going to be pressing you're gonna feel the pressing and god god wants us to feel come not comfortable but we're gonna we're gonna be in the pressing we're gonna be in the fire we're gonna have our triggers but he is with us and when we we discover that and when we cling to that and when we cry out for that god with us he is the hope in the pressing it becomes you know this beautiful test it becomes this oil that is then the testimony of our faith it becomes the oil of our ministry it becomes the place where people come into our presence with the holy spirit and they're like whoa what did God do in your life? And they're be they're able to receive this oil from the pressing out of our lives. Right. I, I was just like, oh my gosh, like God was just, it was just so beautiful because again, he doesn't say in the scriptures, oh, you're not going to have any trouble. Life's going to be perfect. No, no, that is not the life of a Christian. When you become That's a right. Christian, it is, you acknowledge that that God is our, he is our savior. You're in need of saving right. and, and that you're accepting just this beautiful exchange of him becoming your savior. And he now, you know, has access to your heart and your mind and your life and your decisions and, and you're doing it together. And it's just, and I, I, and if I could tell the world that, you know, cause I know, Christianity and, um, you know, churches have gotten a bad rap because we'll make mistakes. We just do. We're people, we are human and we, we are so human and we're so in need of a savior. We're, we're the opposite. We're just as in need of a savior. And we acknowledge that we do. And we're actively walking in that. And, and we have that place of, 
um, you know, where God can come in and, you know, he makes all things well, like he makes all things good. So he takes our messes. He's like, okay, Becky, my daughter, she made another mess. Let me help her clean it. Up. Right. right. <laughs> you know, and he, and, and we have to do it with them, but that's really what, you know, be, becoming a Christian is all about, you know, like we're not, we'll never be perfect. We'll never have all the answers, but God does. And now we have access to that because we have said, come into our lives. We give you like, we want, we want to be under your wing, God. We want to know, we want the wisdom. We want the knowledge. We want the things that you say will help my wife. And it, it really is. So that pressing, like I'm, I'm slowly, but surely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Actively, um, you know, accepting that. And I think again, we, we had a workshop last weekend about your mindset and how to be more free in your mind and just, you know, how God created our brains is so beautiful. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And, and what he's given um, people and doctors and resources to show us what our brains are capable of, but it's all God's design. And, you know, our brains just, you know, my, it's my brain takes a while for, to catch up to my heart. My heart's all in, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So my brain is like, but this isn't worked out yet, God. <laughs> right. That's why I say, if we get out of our own way, and that yes. means your yes. mind, because yes. your heart's in, it's your yes. mind. Yes. So the pressing, I'm getting used to it. I'm like, okay, my brain's like catching up to my heart. Yeah. Wow. So, but... Oh, Becky, I'm like, you know, what, what amazing testimony um, of your faith in the pressing. Because that, like you said, that produces the oil for your ministry, right? Yes. The yes. Thing, I'm like writing down these little things. When we realize um, who he is, we know who we are. I mean, relational wholeness, um, build, his, build his houses in each of us. I mean, those things, I think if there's, if there's anything that I would love for people to know is and to take away for me, because I'm going to ask you that I'm going to yeah. ask you that yeah. um, that the pressing of our faith produces the oil for our ministry. Yes, yes. Like you said, that is so profound. Like honestly, <laughs> I, I have bumps. I know. I know. <laughs> and he sh and and then he showed me just the women. You know, he kind of gave me a vision of just the women. You know, you know, bound up and and. And they have all this oil, but they don't understand that, you know, because I, I go, you know, in the past, I would go into self-pity or, or regret or, or anger, you know, when, right. th when things happen to you, right? Things right. out of your control, when COVID hit, when families, when people die, when, when things are taken and life is like not okay. Right. What do right. we do? Even as Christians, what do we do? And God is saying, I can take all these things and I can produce something. And so he doesn't waste what we go through. Right. And, and at the same time, we still have this beautiful identity and calling in him. He still has things working out in the earth because the power of our testimony, the oil that's coming out of the pressing. And I, and I also imagine like grapes, right? Like when they make yeah when they make wine um, or diamonds, there's pressure to make diamonds. 
like there's this pressure that's applied. Um, these things that come out of our pain, these things that, and, but it's only through, through God, it's only right. through him that these things can happen. Right. Otherwise we can get stuck and stay angry or bitter or whatever, or sad, depressed, anxious. Those are the things that I, we want to help people get unstuck out of. Those are the things right. that that God does. That's God's heart. He doesn't want to see his people. Every single person alive today is his, is his people. Like they're right. all children, whether they acknowledge it or not, they are. Right. <laughs> he doesn't want them to be unhappy and unfulfilled or addicted or fill in the blank. Right. Um, so yes, I, I would say I agree with you as well. If you guys can take anything out of this, that you know, God has a purpose and a plan for you because he designed you that way. Seek first him, like seek him out. Um, he knows exactly who you are and how he's created you to be. Um, and as you walk through that, as you discover that, um, you know, there will be pressing, there will be pain, there will be grief, there will be all fill in the blank anger, bitterness, resentment, there will be these things, but you don't have to stay in that and allow God to take those things, whatever the circumstances is, whatever the relationships are and, um, you know, get plugged in, get help in these areas, you know, allow God to speak into these. And he is going, what comes out of that season, what comes out of that circumstance is going to be this beautiful oil that is going to then, you know, take you into your next season and just glorify him, you know, through the purposes and your identity that he's called you to be because I love that. Yeah. He just loves us. He loves the world. It's how he's designed us. And, and he's like, I, yeah, I'm just, I don't even know what I'm saying now. I'm just excited. Mm -hmm. like, let's tell the world. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so good. You're doing, oh my gosh, you're saying so many things that obviously that people need to hear. Yeah. You know, when you start talking like that, it's because the Holy Spirit is telling you that's what people need to hear. Somebody needs to hear that. And even if it's one person that yeah. hears it, they needed it. Yeah. I mean, I needed it. It's like the reminder of, yeah, this walk isn't easy, but it's in him that I can be confident in my walk. And so we need that. Yeah. And I am like, oh my gosh, I, I need you to tell people how to find you because okay. I could talk to you for a whole nother hour. I'm going to have to have you back. <laughs> We're going to have to talk again because I, I think you'll have to be a regular because I just, I love everything that you're doing and tell us about how they can, um, cause you know, we, I have a lot of friends in Virginia, so tell us how they can get connected with you at that triggered event in Virginia. So May 6th and 7th, it's a Friday night and a Saturday. We have the Women's Virginia Triggered event. It'll be in Chesapeake, Virginia mm -hmm. at Greenbrier Community Church. But all the information on is online for tickets and um, business sponsorship and vendor options um, at www.buildhishouse.com. Okay. Um, and the tickets are on Eventbrite, but you can just go to buildhishouse.com and it gives you you know, the background of the ministry and also about the nonprofit as well. And then, you know, the triggered event is uh, the ministry for specifically the women. Um, right. And then in August, August 12th and 13th, we are having one here in Georgia. Um, 
again, like I said, like life has been happening. We have a place. We already have a place. We have the dates. Now we just have to, I'm getting the rest of the details together and that stuff will be live soon and also available to purchase tickets soon for that. But, and again, I wasn't planning on having two events and God was like, we need you in Virginia. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm going, (laughs) I guess we're going. Yeah. And we, and are the women who help and, you know, it's all unique to that community. So that's what I love about it. So like in Augusta, Georgia, you're going to find speakers and women involved who are sewing back into the women here. They're from this area. Um, right. we had a guest um, last time that was not, but most of it is from this area, Virginia. I called in troops from Virginia. Like, so, so that way women, even after the triggered event, they have made connection in their community. Um, they have resources because we don't want to hit you with a wham, bam, one time event. And right. you're like, well, now what do I do? <laughs> right. You right. know, oh, I guess so I think. Good. So we want to make sure. So I'm getting like Virginia, there are six different speakers and we have um, Chesapeake, Virginia Beach, Portsmouth, Norfolk. Um, gosh, I think that's the four. I mean, yeah. we're covered, right? So it's right. like, and it's not about, you know, one church. It's like everybody coming together. So it's people in your community and yeah. from different churches or different ministries, you know, to really encourage, equip and get women, um, you know, propelled into their God identity and um, into his purposes for them. So and then build his house, build And my business stuff is Rev Creative Design. I'm a graphic designer and a mom and you know, we've got, we all have all, we have all kinds of different hats. Yeah, <laughs> so. you do. You've got, you've got a lot of hats and you yeah. know what that is. And you do it with a beautiful smile. Like you, you know, every time I see your pictures, I'm like, there's that sunshine girl. <laughs> you know, I always, you know, when I talk about you, I'm like, she's like sunshine oh, and thank you. <laughs> such a great person. And your ministry is that for people is yeah for women is the sunshine. Um, I know maybe that sounds a little corny, but it's the truth. That's what I feel like God's saying. He's the sunshine that people need in their lives when they are looking for help with identity and empowerment and um, walking confidently in who they are in him. They need that sunshine. They need that beacon of hope, you know, and, and I think you provide that for people. And I hope you know that because that is something that is so incredibly amazing that you're walking it. And even though you have all the messiness and the craziness of your personal life and stuff happening around you, business, everything, you still show up and you smile and you're like, God's going to help me. So you're faithful through all of the stuff that's hard. Girl, I'm trying. I'm doing. <laughs> and like I said, like having, you know, community around me is so important and women building me. I mean, and yeah. my husband, like, he's like my number one cheerleader and he prays for me. And I'm like, there's days where I'm like, have you, did you stop praying for me? I think yeah. you need to activate that again. <laughs> oh. You know, just being aware of how important relationships are. And like you said, mm-hmm. like God calls us, we are the light of the world. We're a city on a hill. Yes. You know? So if we're a little dim right now, we need to look and, you know, see what's yeah. going on. And, um, but, um, 
thank you so much for having me. I am, I'm just blessed to be on here. I feel like, again, the profession of our faith, like as we're actively walking and talking, having a space like this podcast to talk about it, to speak it out loud, to, to share. It's just a beautiful and necessary thing. And I'm just so thankful for you. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I will definitely have you back because you've got a lot to say and I, um, with your ministries. And so we, um, are, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for your friendship. I'm, you know, I'm thankful for you. And so I, and, and everybody listening, um, Please know that we love you and we're praying for you. Mm-hmm. And um, you can find Becky at um, Rev Creative on Instagram. And um, you have Build Her House on Facebook, right? The the private women's group? Yes, we have. Yes. So we have the Facebook group, which is daily encouragement with women from everywhere. Build Her House. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a group page on there. It's private because we don't want, you know, a bunch of people. So you just got a request to get to join and then I'll right. just approve and, and then um, build his houses on um, Instagram as well. So, well, thank you, Becky. I hope that you have an amazing day. I'm praying for your event in uh, Virginia for Mother's yeah. Day. And um, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. All right, Elsa. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Stop by our Instagram page or our Facebook page to say hi and let me know where you're from. If you need prayer or you want to share your story, I would love to talk to you. So until the next time, I hope you all stay well, stay blessed, and remember to be kind. Bye.